All right, welcome to the first ever episode of the Don't At Me podcast. Today's June 1st, 2019. My name is Scott Bentley. I'm joined by Adam Koplick and John Principe from uh, north of the border. <laughs> yeah, I Even though it. he doesn't like any of their sports teams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, like I said, the first episode of our podcast. And honestly, we... I feel like it's a good vibe, you know, sports, music, and also the fact that none of us are fans of the same teams. Even John's cherry-picking ass doesn't overlap any of us. Um, which I think is cool. It gives us a lot of perspectives from a lot of different, A, regions of the country, but B, just different fandoms of teams in general. Um, I'm from just outside of Detroit. If you guys want to say where uh, specifically-ish <laughs> you guys are from, uh, I'm yeah, just north sure. of Detroit, about 20, 20, 30 minutes of downtown, um, and I'm a diehard fan of every team with the word Detroit in it, so it's rough time. <laughs> um, I'm from about an hour and a half without traffic north of New York City, and I'm f- a fan of the teams that matter in New York, which is the <laughs> which is the Knicks, the Yankees, the Giants, and the Rangers. We suck, but we still. I mean, we we still are the ones that are drawing. Besides those other ones, and you know, at this point, I'm just a suffering fan of three out of the four teams. It could be four of four. It won't be. Do not yeah, say it's... the Yankees <laughs> lose in the playoffs again, it's going to be 4-4. <laughs> it's not even... The Yankees can lose in the playoffs every year for the next 10 years, and it wouldn't even be as bad as getting in the <laughs> That's fair. That's honestly valid. That's honestly valid. Not a So I guess that brings it over to me. I'm John. Um, just outside Toronto, Ontario. Outside? Scott said. Canada, <laughs> yep. Just outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a little bit across the board with teams. Big Red Sox guy, but, you know, Pelicans and Saints too. Zion, baby, let's go. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit across the board, but, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that, yeah. Adam's really happy about Zion. Uh, the <laughs> draft lottery results. I think I um... – <laughs> My dad took a video of me when I was watching the lottery because my brother was in college. He just got home, but he was in college and he wanted to see my reaction. The video is just me just praying. And then the moment they say next, I fall to the ground. <laughs> like, and I couldn't believe it, man. He I also has it, the part when they said the Lakers. Like, I was so happy when they said the Lakers because I was thinking they're really going to put Zion with LeBron and that's just not even going to – that's right. just not going to be fun. Like, that, that's like the worst place you yeah. can go. And he said Lakers and like I was so happy. And the Knicks had – once the Knicks got into the top four, like, they had a 50% chance of having the fifth pick. But once they got into the top four, the best, they had by far the best chances at the first pick. That, the second – the Knicks' second best chances oh, were yeah. the first pick. So – and I knew that they weren't going to get the fifth pick. Then they were going to go to that commercial and just make me think, like, start fantasizing about Zion on the Knicks. And, like, <laughs> it can actually happen. It's a possibility. Yeah. And then he just says the Knicks. And, like, my heart just drops. Like, I like Barrett. 
I mean, no, I, I didn't like Barrett, but I like him now because the Knicks are going to get him. So I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> you just forced yourself into like. <laughs> he's convinced himself. So I'm not going to. The Knicks didn't lose the lottery as much as the Cavs or the Suns did, but the Hawks, the Hawks and the Bulls, but like. Yeah. This was it. Like this was the guy for the Knicks to build around. Like, they could get KD, they can get Kyrie, whatever. But there was, like, it was Zion to New York for the future. He was gonna build his entire career at the Garden, and then just in three words, that just got taken away. And it just yeah, three words: Smoothie King Center. <laughs> Smoothie King Center, baby. I feel you. You were talking about that commercial break there. I remember that as soon as it got to the final four teams and it went to that commercial break. My heart literally just stopped the entire time. I literally, the entire commercial break, I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. We are three teams away from having Zion in New Orleans. And, and here we go. Let's go. I couldn't be happier about it. Your misery <laughs> is my happiness. <laughs> Can there be, though, like, a, once they said the Knicks, the NBA must have been pissed. Like, they had oh, New yeah. York and L.A. and New Orleans and 100%. Memphis. Like, those are the two biggest markets in the country that they could have had the Messiah go to. And then they get the third and fourth pick. And that's between New Orleans and Memphis. And the NBA is just thinking, like, okay, he's going to be forgotten in two years. But but that's not going to be the case, though. Players just don't get no, they're not forgotten, forgotten if they're that good. Giannis would be forgotten in Milwaukee that's if fair. he wasn't so good. Like, Kawhi, same thing, San Antonio. Like, smaller markets can definitely get their players some exposure still, and I think he's going to be just fine. Of course, you think he's going to be just fine. (laughs) Obviously, that sounds biased, but he comes there, gets to play with one of the three best defenders in the league. I thought you were going to say AD. Either Anthony Davis. No, no. He either gets to play with AD or the return. That team's going to be fine next year. That's an easy top five seed in the West. Like He's got himself in almost as good of a position, I think, as possible. Of all those top t- t- 8 to 10 teams, there's not a, almost a better scenario. You could have Maybe Knicks, if the Knicks get KD and Kyrie, sure. But, like, there's not a better scenario for him next year, I don't think, than the Pelicans. In that I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying. I do definitely think that uh, even though it's not sexy for the NBA, like, it's definitely a great scenario for him personally. But I think we need to pump the Jets on top five seed in the West. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I mean, they were last year. They were literally last year, and they swept Portland. They're a year removed from being a top five seed in the West. Right, but how'd that work this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Cousins leaves, Miritich leaves, AD gets hurt. That's the whole different ball game. Last year when everyone's healthy, upcoming this year if everyone's healthy, well, yeah, easy. Well, Easy Will they five. put Holiday at the two? Ha- yeah, have Zion because you gotta have Zion run the offense. Not not like, when you looked at him run the offense and Duke, Yo, he yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Like it's a he does everything. Unstoppable. Like he can have the ball in his hands for all I care. Honestly, I'm sure Drew would have no problem. Pel- with that. Th- this is no. Honestly, I think I think I think that's exactly right. I think he'll do kind of like what. Uh, I don't think they'll do to him what they did to Ben Simmons, where they just made him, like, on paper a point guard. I think it'll be more like what Giannis mm-hmm. is, where he'll play the power forward, but then they'll just get some three-point shooting, like, catch-and-shoot guy to play point, and then just basically have Zion be the It's the same guard. thing uh, LeBron 
has done his whole career. He's right, been listed right, as exactly. a three guard, but he, I mean, not guard, uh, three, right. but he is playing forward. Point yeah. Guard. yeah, exactly. But, like, you said, though, like, I think uh, that's great for New Orleans as a whole. Like, they did just get AD, but still, yeah, just cut that part out. Um, oh, do we want to talk about, like, I mean, clearly the biggest thing coming out of the lottery was the format for it, and if... Yeah, that was wild. Or, I mean, is it... Does what happened this year, in your opinion, my opinion doesn't matter because the Pistons are just a lock to be the worst team to make the playoffs <laughs> and never be in the lottery. Picking, picking 16 <laughs> every year. Right. Uh, very good way to rebuild a franchise. But do, do you think that this prevents tanking? Do you think that seeing a team that, what, New Orleans had the fourth wor- uh, fourth lowest <laughs> odds Fifth lowest odds, yeah, six six point four percent. Right, and uh, and the Lakers obviously had like the second lowest odds or whatever. I mean, does this does what happened this year prevent teams? Does this eliminate tanking? I guess is the best way to put it. Does this completely make it so that every team is just going to try and put the best product onto the floor and tanking is no longer going to be a? Thing? I don't think it does at all, honestly. Really? Because, like, you look at the bottom of the league, the Suns, the Knicks, uh, the Cavs, like, they didn't tank. They just sucked. They just didn't have good players. But when you look at teams like the Pelicans and the Lakers, they could have been borderline playoff teams. But... Oh, without a doubt. But they, you know, they, the Pelicans sat AD for a good amount of the year. The Lakers didn't rush LeBron back because they knew that they weren't making the playoffs, so they might as well lose some games, miss the playoffs, and have that shot at Zion. Right. Be- because now, if you have the seventh or eighth worst record, you still can get the first pick. There's still a be- there's a better chance of you getting the first pick. Right. It used Absolutely. to be that the worst teams got the best players in the draft, or had the best chance of getting, by far the best chances of getting the best player in the draft. Yeah, now the odds have gone down. And what I honestly think that this could do is just keep teams like the Suns in that, just keep them stuck at the bottom, because now they don't have a good shot at getting a top pick, and they still suck. And they're not like the... I mean, the Knicks, you know, we are, Knicks fans have all this hope that we're going to get, like, these free agents, which we may or may not, but they, there's still that hope. The Suns don't have that. The Suns are Phoenix. Like they're, they're not pulling a KD to change the franchise. They right. they need more... They need first picks to change that franchise, and that, this just takes away that opportunity. The best quote I've ever heard about the Phoenix Suns is they're the team that's always one year away from being two years <laughs> 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 That's so true. It always I mean, feels like they're it. just about to take a step, get that pick, and then it's like, ah, oh, we're picking it's tr- five I mean, think again. about oh, the history Dragon of the Phoenix Bender. Suns. Yeah, no, I mean, Dragon Bender, prime example, 17-year-old on draft night. He literally was not an adult when he got drafted. <laughs> that's and wild, man had no experience really playing anywhere, and now he's been in the league four years, and he just now can drink or whatever. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it's just wild. Like, it's just wild. To me. I mean, that's honestly spot on, though. Like, they get Booker. He has a great rookie year, you know, and then he drops the 70 a couple, what, a year that or two was later. And, and, and then 
And then they get number one, and Aiton has a great year. So now they have Booker, who's putting up numbers, Aiton, who's putting up numbers, Bridges, who had the best year of his career, Jackson, who's putting up numbers, and they literally had, like, the second worst record in the NBA. <laughs> like, it, it just and doesn't... And nothing to show for it. Right, it just what? doesn't Seven, seem to matter. Six. Yeah. Nothing they do seems to matter. But I think, I think Adam, you have a point that the... I'll tell you right now, as a Pistons fan, it makes me want to blow it up because... And but keep Blake, mm-hmm. like it, it makes me feel yeah. very oh, yeah. comfortable with trading everyone around Blake, being like five games under five hundred, and still having hope that we can keep our superstar that just had the best year of his entire career, but also still have a legitimate chance of rebuilding and moving up even to the four or five spot would be huge for the team at this juncture. We put Bruce Brown at small forward the whole second half of the year. I mean, like, I, I just think that those fringe teams, it will encourage them to not completely tank. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas before, when it was 25% odds to get the number one overall pick if you had the worst record, if you were not at the very top, everybody just tanked. And I think after this, it's still definitely, there's going to still be people that tank because sometimes you just have to. But I definitely yeah. think it uh, it encourages the fringe teams to be okay with fringe mm-hmm. teams, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, yeah. My yeah. phone keeps going black. Oh, NBA Finals. We'll stick on. We'll stick on the lotto. Uh, or on the NBA rather. The uh, game one was what two nights ago now? Um, yeah, two nights ago. Is that right? Two Thursday night. Ago? Right, and now they're not playing again. Are they playing tonight, or is it not till Sunday? Do they have like four days off or something? Uh, they play. They play tomorrow night. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's, that's wild. That's yeah. the worst thing that the NBA does. Well, Stanley Cup tonight. That's are why. Structured so that's bad. Stupid. Because every round is best of seven. They're not going to go up against hockey. And though. then the first round is, you know, best of seven, but not competitive. And then, right as you go on, like the, the basketball is a tiring sport, obviously, but you don't need well. It'll now be. You'll need two full days off for a home, for home home games. No other sport does that. Hockey doesn't do that, and hockey's even more tiring. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. It's true. I think. Uh, I think that having half. No man, not at all. Because I feel bad. Make the playoffs in any sport is absolutely ridiculous. It's even more, right? Sixteen out of thirty. Right, it's technically just over half. So, and that's again as a Pistons fan, a team who's been an eight or a nine seed for the past decade now. It drives me insane that we keep bragging about, hey, we made the playoffs this year. We made the playoffs in 2016, or we made the playoffs in 2010. It's like. You were literally an eight seed and got obliterated. <laughs> you want to know what the point differential was in the Bucks series? It was over 100 points. Yeah, it was one of like three biggest point differentials in yeah. the series of all time, I think. In right? four games. That's crazy. 
We lost by over 100 points combined in just four games. Like, Ugh. that is not a playoff appearance. <laughs> that is that is absurd. That is in no way a playoff appearance. And I guess maybe it's just selfish of me to be like, move it to, like, the top six seeds just because I want my team to not be stupid. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I, I genuinely think having the seven and eight seed in there is just a consolation prize at this point. It's just a hey, you can tell all your fans and tweet about how you made the playoffs. It doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> it means shit. It just costs you having a good draft pick and you you get embarrassed yeah, on the I could definitely see they're not gonna lessen the teams that make the playoffs because they, they make so much money making it so long. But I could right. definitely see Silver's talked about it, just doing one through sixteen, regardless of conference. Yeah, that I mean, That's I, I think that yeah, I don't mind that, and I actually think that that would that would prevent, not prevent that would uh, again encourage fringe teams to be okay with being in the lottery because no one wants to play the best team in the mm-hmm. NBA. No one wants to, no one, it's actually funny, if the if they did the 1 through 16, the Pistons still would have played the Bucks. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. We had the worst record of every playoff team, and they had the best record <laughs> in the NBA. Um, but again, I think, I think that's a smart way to encourage um, teams to be okay with being low in the lottery, especially after this lottery. But the main reason... We're still we're talking about the playoffs. Is obviously Warriors Raptors, uh, the Lebronto Craptors finally <laughs> make the NBA Finals. Right when LeBron leaves, uh, not a coincidence. <laughs> not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Literally not a coincidence <laughs> at all. Uh, the Phillies are about to sign Jay Bruce. That's kind of funny. Um, He's a free agent. Did, did he get cut? Learn something new every day. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm very much at this point with the Warriors, a, you have to, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. Uh, Like I, I, I'm not going to come on here and say, oh, Pascal Siakam is going (laughs) to drop 35 every night. Like I, that's, and Kawhi honestly will probably, I mean, this was, he didn't even have that bad of a game, and it was his worst of the playoffs. So, I definitely think that they have a good shot. But, again, it's to the point now where the Warriors are just so ridiculous that I'm literally the Warriors could be down 3 0. And yeah. I would still be like, oh, I'm going to wait this one out. Like, I. <laughs> I mean. Catch me like not rap, betting. Raps, if I was a betting man, I would not. <laughs> bet you can't like you can't tell me that I they're going the to definitely seven. put themselves in. They definitely put themselves in the best position possible winning that game. Like that's the one they have to win at home, no KD. Like your best position possible. Um, Absolutely. But uh, doesn't make me any more convinced they're going to win another. Yeah, one. like I still think Warriors at five. But you can't tell me that the Warriors are gonna lose, gonna go three and four over a seven game span. Like, I will, I just don't believe that. It doesn't seem possible with this team. No, it's such a good team. I mean, especially not what they're saying. By the way, this 
KD sideshow is absolutely ridiculous. Near the Knicks? He's um, such a diva, man. Near, like, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like and then, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me whether he comes back or not. I still have Warriors in five. Um, yep. I actually had Warriors in five with the Raptors winning game one specifically just because I think at home, the momentum, everything, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watch me flex. And uh, Nostradamus over here, yeah. I just I just can't – I can't do it. Like, I, I can't go against that until – I actually see the Raptors lift up the trophy. Like, even if... They could be down 40 in the fourth, down 3-0 in game four. And I, even I if wouldn't care. Kawhi is the best player on the court at during the series, because you can make the case that he has uh-huh. been. The, yeah, nec- okay. the next five players are probably... With Boogie back, the next five players are all Warriors. Yeah. But the Warriors have five of the six best players in the series, no matter what order you put it in. I oh, just absolutely. don't, and they have better depth. So I just don't understand. You could understand. even argue that Andre Gudala is better than Kyle Lowry. You could. Oh, I about- brother, I will take that argument all day of the week. Kyle Lowry is a fraud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you could argue even if Kawhi is number one, then the next six guys all yeah. are warriors. I mean, the, the um, only one yeah, that has a case is Siakam. Siakam. Yeah, and he, he just decided well. to show up now. And, I mean, props to him. Great time to start, but he has not had a relevant postseason at all. He's been in the abyss. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that's absolute facts. Yeah. I uh, I like Spicy P, though. I think he's definitely going to win most improved player. And it's either he's definitely him or Levine. improved throughout the playoffs. This literally will not be yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's not Levine. You Russell. Russell's oh, D'Lo. That's right. That's right. D'Lo, yeah. It's D'Lo and Fox. And, like, De'Aaron Fox isn't going to win. It's second year in the in the yeah, league. I, I, love I hate when they do that. Like, the um, rookie going to sophomore should not win that award. They got you. Yeah. Ben Simmons almost sense. got both last year. So. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I think again, that's just one of those things. I have to see it to believe it. Yeah, there is another championship. Believe it or not, uh, it's not very relevant because it's the Stanley Cup Finals. Um. I hate all Boston teams, so Fuck off. seeing the Bruins in here. God. We just went, like, I'm sorry the Boston wins a championship every three months. I apologize. <laughs> they were so much better than both of you. What do you mean we? What do you mean we? <laughs> yeah, I do. We, Red Sox, I'm like a quarter <laughs> of that city. Like, I, I like to think I'm part of Boston. So we, Boston, I like I'm sorry that we dominate <laughs> the rest of the country. The rest it really of the is amazing. So, As Draymond I, Green said, they only hate us because we beat their team. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It is amazing with Boston. Like, this is the worst time oh, to be a New unreal. York sports fan. Cause besides the Yankees and I guess the Nets, but the Nets are mediocre. And the Islanders are okay, but no one cares about the Islanders. The New York sports teams suck, and the Boston teams are unbelievable. Like yeah, besides, like all besides the Celtics, <laughs> like literally all four. Besides the Celtics, <laughs> you can make the case that Boston has the best team in that entire sport. Yeah. No, if there was any team, if there was any city that could be the first ever to win four championships in a year, it would be Boston. Now, Kyrie's I mean, leaving, so Celtics it won't had a happen. Good chance, but, yeah. Yeah. 
Like this was the Celtics' will, chance, I think, right, to make this that, year that was the year. Happen, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other three, I think, like Patriots, Red Sox. Obviously, if you didn't know, the Red Sox did win last year, so they have it. <laughs> oh, did they? Patriots, obviously. The, they? Yeah, they did. I don't oh, know if you missed wow, that. Yeah, we actually crazy, beat that dude. that Los Angeles Dodgers team in five games. That was fun. It's a good thing <laughs> um, about but baseball. <laughs> Patriots are title holders. Bruins are probably about to be like that. That's pretty cool. They will. But yeah, this yeah. was definitely the, the Celtics' chance. That's what I mean. Yeah, like I, I can't say I'm I'm fully versed in the knowledge of the St. Louis Blues, but I'm still going Bruins. Just, <laughs> you can't go against if, no, the Bruins are way too good. The the Boston Bruins, uh, the Boston Bruins have one player on their entire roster that had that has never been in a Stanley Cup. That's insane! Wow. The St. Louis Blues fact. have one player on their entire roster that has been in the Stanley Cup. Jeez. That's insane. That's crazy. It's I did not know that. That is insane. Yeah. But 1-1, one, one, anything can happen. Yeah, oh yeah. And it's it's hockey too. Hockey is, I think, playoff hockey is the most unpredictable sport. I, I really hate yeah, that no one truly. cares. You get a hot goalie, like, no anything one, can happen. No one oh, cares. Yeah, I love but hockey. Playoff hockey is by like, far. Yeah, no especially with the shit. NBA happening right now. Yeah, literally no one like, cares. Playoff basketball sucks. Yeah. Compared, compared to everything Until else. there's Until, like four teams left. Yeah. No, even, and with those four teams, like I've only been watching the last five minutes of these games. What the, oh, what well, the, I can't agree with you on what, that one. Rockets Warriors was a wild series. What's the point of the first yeah, half? Just even go a, pound even about Warriors the Clippers, Knicks yeah. In your own Okay, that's fair. That's fair. How fun with Jared Cole I've, I've, I've had one playoff appearance from the Knicks in my entire life. And then they lose no, the they, first wait, round. Wait, what? The is that real? Is that real? Do you've seen one playoff appearance? I remember at least one. Let me check how many times the, did they not win like fifty nine games with Carmelo and then lose in the no, first round? To, like, no, they, they lost to. No, I guess that wouldn't. Oh make sense. no, no, they've actually had. That's not true. That was a complete lie. They, they. I feel like it's not a ton more, no, but I, I feel like with sixteen teams make the. Play. In my life, not including the year I was born, Knicks have three playoff appearances. They. That's still. They got brutal. swept by the Celtics that's in two thousand eleven. In the first round. They lost in five to the Heat in 2012 in the first round. And then 2013, right. they Do beat the Celtics that. in the first round and lost to the Pacers. One playoff Bro, series. The game. Detroit Pistons are the def- textbook like definition of mediocrity, and we have three playoff appearances in the last decade. <laughs> and a ring. I was going to say, you've at least seen a ring. I've seen a Pistons ring. ring. I've seen a ring. <laughs> I remember it. I rem- That's funny. If we're talking about, like, really remember it happening, I remember one ring. And my teams have won three, but I was, like, five for the other ones. Right. That was about a decade ago the Yankees won now, wasn't it? It's been a oh, nine, decade. yeah. That's not good. That's we not both good. know you know how long it's been. been. <laughs> You well, know exactly how long it's been. Tigers, uh... <laughs> to the second. Nine years, six months, four days, 13 seconds since you won a ring. Calculate the Tigers. I want to see how good your math skills are. <laughs> yeah, it was 80 something. 84, yeah. 84. 84. It's been a long ass time. Was like 35 <laughs> Yeah, 84 yeah. is the 35, and the year Trammell got robbed of MVP by his own closer. <laughs> 
So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest this guy's thing. Still salty. <laughs> um, I wasn't even alive yet, but I was stupid. The but I mean, speaking of Yankees, Red Sox, obviously that's big series this weekend. You love to see it. As an outsider that doesn't have like beef in this, I hate both of you immensely. <laughs> so like, I love it. I absolutely love it. No matter who, who, no matter who is sad. As long as someone's sad, you're happy. Someone's sad. That's a good for you. It's really a win-win. Um, but the season has been so. I mean, I'm sure Cobb, you'll go into it a little bit more. The New York Yankees have literally been putting out like a high school JV team. Because their entire team is in the hospital together and somehow have a very respectable record. And obviously the Red Sox had a slow start and now have been slapping people lately. But I'm I'm gonna make a I gotta make a quick I gotta make a quick asterisk here about Yankees. Oh, I do respect it. They're they're doing some great things with, with some some interesting bummy players. But we all have injuries. Dustin Pedroia. Right. Did he just say, did he say Dustin Pedroia? Mitch said Dustin Pedroia. There is endless it. people that have been hurt on the Red Sox. You're Carson Smith. <laughs> We're missing Carson hey, Smith. Hey, hey, how, uh, how, how important was Dustin Pedroia to your title run last year? He's a big clubhouse hey, guy. He took at-bats and has a ring on his finger. That's all Oh, I'll he say kept the he bench really at-bats. warm for the players. You're right, yeah. <laughs> the Yankees are missing. He's, uh, yeah. That's, the Yankees uh, are I'm missing kind of Aaron Judge, who was second in MVP <laughs> voting two years ago. Stuart Carlos Stan, who won MVP two years ago. Luis Severino, who fell off at the second half of last year, but is still very, you can 100% make the case that he's the ace of the Yankees. Evaldi's hurt. Price has been Dylan hurt. Batances. We're fucking starting Ryan Weber. Ryan Weber was working at the grocery store in my town last week, and now he's starting game for the Red Sox. Like, so I don't want to hear about All right, you don't know bougie problems. players oh. till you've seen a Tigers line. <laughs> <laughs> the Tigers, Dude, not saw, only Goodrum, the Tigers, not only are they terrible, like a third of our roster is also injured. <laughs> so we are starting literal, like, Teachers and like professors from community colleges in the area. It's it's Isn't, truly uh, Candelario. Didn't Candy get demoted? He just got called back Jeez. up. He had like five hundred in a week. Up. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, let's get this guy back up. Yeah. Damn. Some... No. So uh, Brandon Dixon, absolute stud, won us the game a couple of nights ago. <laughs> like who? Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. He's a first baseman that we put at second base. Like Michael Chavez. He, you know why they called Wrong him up? There. You know why they called him up? Gardenhire says he has nice hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron knows one thing. It's nice no, hands. <laughs> I will say, though, about the Sox, Michael Chavez, Chavis, however you pronounce it, is my, is my favorite non-Yankee in baseball. I love He's unreal. I, that. I, I love I that kid. I respect that. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's man. awesome. He's got a swing, like, so natural. He's lightning he's in a bottle. I also, he's must, literally oh, I is must-watch TV. He's so exciting. Even if he doesn't, you know, Tim Anderson and pimp out a homer, like, he's still fun <laughs> as hell. You know lot. what? No, Hitting bombs. What was like, a really nice swing from him? He has nice hands. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he... Great hands. 
made the last out of la of yesterday's game. He swung and missed on a Chapman slider. I had already. It was a it really nice point, swing. Lie, I, I love yeah. seeing that. He uh he. He does have a nice cut. Yeah, no, I, um, I'm i a big Chavis guy, honestly. And the fact that he's been able to play second's huge because, like, the oh, yeah. problem with him coming up was going to be it's him or Devers at third, and one of them is going right. to probably be on their way out. But if he continues to play second base, like he has, he had an unbelievable play um, against Cleveland a couple of days ago, huge diving stop. He's played a great second base. So if he keeps that up, then this guy's this guy's here to stay for a while. Wait, did, did you guys actually, actually, did you see the end of the game yesterday? Uh, I the last out, Chapman struck him out. He does this at every game, and he just stared at him for at least yeah, I did see for at tweet, least yeah. like five <laughs> seconds. It was like extra long. That has to be the most badass thing that any pitcher does. It's intimidating. He strikes you out to end the game, and then just stares daggers into your soul. Hey, as long as, as long as you're cool with people bat flipping on you, I'm all 100%. for it. But you can't yeah. be one of those people that you know shows up hitters and then gets mad when they show. Yeah, you no, I think that I think both no, I both that. should yeah, I show the other ones up. If you oh, yeah, if you get a big strikeout, yell at him, and then if he goes deep yeah. off you, he went deep off you, and he's allowed to pimp it. Right, I think it's ridiculous. This new age or old age, these old-timer baseball fans that are still convinced that you have to respect the game respect or the game, whatever. Yeah. I respect the game. I just really like bad flips. Yeah, I respect the hell out of the game. I just like watching Let the it. kids play. And uh, <laughs> kind of want to see somebody scream at somebody sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. I want to see some scraps. I want to see people getting angry. Like, that's when baseball was baseball, man. Pete Rose is throwing heavies, laying people out in the All-Star In the All-Star game? game? <laughs> Ruining careers in an All-Star They have, yeah, they have to bring back. But catchers blocking the pit plate. I oh, need charges. Yeah, I the only the reason Posey that rule why, even but... got changed was because Buster yeah. Posey, I almost said a different word, was the poster <laughs> child for the MLB at the time and the golden yeah. boy and was, you know, the only catcher of any relevance at the, in 2012 besides Joe Maurer. And he gets hurt misses the rest of the season and they just immediately changed the rule and now catchers who bat 230 which is like 80 percent of the league now can't get touched Dude, i would love it's like the quarterback at 230 yeah. <laughs> it's yeah no exactly it's unreal yeah, it, it was and the worst part is how confusing it is still because oh, yeah, now absolutely. there's challenges that he blocked the play he didn't give him away like when it's when yeah, like your foot position matters. Like, yeah, the the literally the positioning of your feet matters to whether yeah. you're blocking the plate or whether the the there is a way that the runner is still allowed to run into you. Mm. It just matters about where your feet are set up, which is ridiculous. It's, it's so if you want to take it away, take it, it away. Yeah, and the, and also like the for the most part, if the throw beats you to the plate. Like, by that much, you're out. So, the point right. of the, the charging the catcher is the only way that you can not be out. And now, now you're giving a better chance of the player of the runner being safe because it's easier to avoid a tag when right. the catcher can't block the plate. So, it just it's really an awful rule. Do uh. 
Dude, I think my house almost just got struck by lightning. <laughs> Is it shitty weather there? Oh yeah, it's terrible. We at work, bro. We literally had a lightning bolt strike in the parking lot of our work and shake and almost break the Jesus. windows of the place, dude. It was wild. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's been a day. Um, what? <laughs> uh, what does anybody, John? I, you and I had a, quite a few of the "Don't at me" the bold predictions. I just want to say, Jose Iglesias. You were hundred percent on that. Amazing. In the Cincinnati Reds. But also, Bang. the Reds don't have that good of a record. And that was Wait, yours. They're, I think they're still on pace to possibly. What did he say, 85 no, wins or something? Wins? No, you said 85. They're not winning 85. <laughs> Yet, Jose Iglesias what, like has been under? a great signing for them. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for Jose. <laughs> I still got the I still got the Reds winning. And it's great because now we have Ronnie Rodriguez at shortstop, and Jose Iglesias oh got God. signed to a minor league deal. Yeah, it's I don't know how that happened. How he slipped through the cracks. How Derek Dietrich got a minor league deal. Yeah. Like with the Reds, the Reds just had some good moves. This also, win, quick with eighty-five wins, baby. While we uh, while before we wrap up baseball, fun thing to watch for. Uh, tonight, actually, so we're recording, or no, tomorrow night at midnight, I think it is, is when uh, the clause for signing Kimbrel and Keichel, the first round pick you lose, goes away. That's Monday at midnight, yeah. right? Wait, is it, is it 12 yeah, that's, that's, that, that's going to be huge. So that'll be a super fun thing to watch to see how quickly those guys get signed and who's going to sign yeah. them. Both of, uh, well, not really the Red Sox, but the, the Yankees, Yankees. and Keichel, I think, is going to... And Keiko, that's looking very likely. Is, uh, Seems to be a match. It's looking super Seems likely. Especially, does anyone know where Kimbrel's going? I think that, I heard the Cubs have interest now. I heard the Cubs. The Cubs I was reading that today yeah. too. Yeah, but I think the Braves. I still really think the Braves is going to be the the team that makes no, the biggest no. push for Kimbrel. The Braves are trading us Albies for Shane Green. <laughs> <laughs> for Shane Green, <laughs> let's trade our our no. All Star second baseman, who's on the best contract in baseball, for fucking Shane hey, Green. Hey, their bullpen's bad. You got. I'm so ready. I'm it so ready bad. for the Sox to trade with Shane Green. Like that's happening. I'd be down. I'd be down. I mean, I don't want to get up too much. Not like we have a plethora of, of prospects to be firing so, over your way. But I'll so, John, your, your your bullpen's yeah, not doing too good. <laughs> the bullpen, other than before that blow up against He's Cleveland, screaming. this is these are statistical facts. Before that blow up against Cleveland, we had the lowest bullpen ERA in the American League. It was like three point. That, that is amazing. And now it's like three point five, which is still like fifth. Dude, like Walden, Workman, Barnes, that trio is better. Not better. Is as has been as good as any trio in baseball this year in the bullpen. They have as good as numbers. Not saying they're better or anything, but Walden, Barnes, and Workman all have sub threes. I think they two of them have sub twos. Like, the bullpen's a lot more fine, I think, than people think Didn't, it is, but they uh, definitely need someone at the back end. Wasn't in one of the prophecies that uh, Barnes was going to have a better year than Kimbrell? I think that was a prophecy. I've said that, that to everybody, man, that Barnes can easily replicate what Kimbrell Kimbrel has a man. zero ERA <laughs> right now, John. You know what? That is true. Like, he hasn't given up Barnes, a single run this year. He hasn't even given up a hit this The year, rest John. of the Sox bullpen doesn't scare <laughs> me in the slightest, but Barnes really... He's Barnes a good piece, and I'll, like, I'll give credit to John immediately. He was riding that wave early on, yeah. like when his numbers weren't even sure. like what they are now. I mean, he he is he is a monster 
Did you did you guys he, see he, Matt Barnes face Derek Fisher? Like yeah, that was like the, that was phenomenal. That, wait, like in the NBA? No, in, no, in the MLB. <laughs> No, it happened yeah, in baseball, know, bro. <laughs> it was iconic. Yeah, man, that was a day. That was that was truly a great day for basketball, baseball combination fans. That was that was iconic. Yeah, that was sweet. Anything else with sports before we jump over to some new albums before we wrap it up? Uh, Matt Burns has the second best strikeout percentage in baseball. That's all I have left to say. Best oh. reliever in the American League. Best reliever in the American League. Uh, no, Shane Green. <laughs> that's all i got um so now we transition over to music uh like we're gonna try to do as we do these we want to kind of give a cool perspective of it's more a, it's for the culture guys oh, <laughs> oh we're it's for absolutely the for the culture are. john i don't care what you say it's for the culture it's for the culture you can't deny it. sports and music trying to combine them together there's been some great music that recently has come out and some i'm pretty sure some cool albums that are on the way too uh, yeah. yeah um but the at least i know my favorite kind of newer release um and i don't want to speak for cop but i'm pretty sure his too is the new denzel curry album spoke correctly which absolutely slaps yeah um it was a dry ass year for music Entering May, it really like has. it's been a really bad year for music. But this Denzel Curry album was on uh, it. It's so much different. Like I saw he did tweet like he's like if you're expecting Taboo, you you won't like this album. If you're expecting um, Imperial, you won't like this album. Like it is so it's different than all of his other albums, but it's just good. Like it, it there's so many. There's songs for every kind of thing. Like Wish is a night is just like a vibing song, and then mm-hmm. I forget the the last song on the album is like one of those like Denzel just screaming his ass off songs. Yeah, oh yeah. And then yeah, it, there's he's always got to have one. Wild, like, <laughs> and then he has like one called Shake, which is like a club song, and then Ricky is just a banger of bangers. I was gonna say Ricky was good. The single, yeah, I liked that one a lot. But I loved this album. Like, Denzel has really put together... I've never heard uh, what his original... His debut big album was, but... In, oh, and Yeah, I've never heard that. Dude. Oh, it's one of my favorite albums. That's a crime, no dude. Oh, yeah. No Easily one of my favorite of that... But... Of the decade. So with easily. Imperial, so Taboo, and this, he's put together such a good discography. Like, you don't see a lot of guys just... Yeah? yeah he's young and still. He's in his 20s, so like, you don't see a lot of guys putting together <laughs> these... Just like good album after good album without really a disappointment at this point. Yeah, and he's consistent too. Like you gotta when you're getting your name out there, like he's put an album out every and year. I, and I think, right? he, yeah. I, think yeah. I saw he made this album in like two weeks or something like that. Some man, which yeah, like on the on the surface, I'm like, oh, that's whack. Put more time into it, but then you listen to it, and it's like holy yeah. shit, man. You have to be a, like a genius to be able to put he's, this shit together. I think two weeks. Like, it's he's impressive. working on a polished album for 2020. That's gonna be like, yeah. Like, the like if you listen stopped. to Taboo versus this, he doesn't miss. Yeah, either. exactly. If you listen yeah, to Taboo versus this, miss. like the production on Taboo was definitely better. It was just, it was just like a, it was like different. It was yeah. just so much different, but it was like, it was. I think it was better production, but this was just 
good music. Like, I don't know how you can hate on Denzel. He's like one of those rappers that, like, if you look at you know comments when J. Cole drops a song, there's all these people saying he's corny or something like that. And then when one of the newer guys drops a song, or like Young Thug or something, there are people hating on him. But, like, I've, n- I've never seen someone really hate on Denzel. He's just that good. Nah, man. People can real recognize real. It's also, like, <laughs> his jersey game. <laughs> <laughs> All the charts, bro. It is off. We were talking about the album cover with with the Marlins, the retro Marlins. Oh, retro Marlins bring back. Great man, those are great man. His new ones are. His jersey game is undefeated for real. Um, what I will say is, yeah, I'm a big Denzel guy. That was great. But I personally favorite one of the week was the Beast Coast album. Really? I've always been huge Flatbush. Are you close to Flatbush? Do you know Cop? Are you close to Flatbush? do you know? Like, do you know where Flatbush is? It's in New York. Are you close you to, go to his house right <laughs> Flatbush yeah, is in Brooklyn. Walk over and see the Flatbush zombies. Oh, so that's not close to you? I don't know. John, John thinks all of New York. He's not from the same state. state. He's a foreigner. Okay? It's, it's the same well, state, right. so I'm going to I'm about an hour and a half away from the city. And getting to Brooklyn is really, is really hard, just period, because driving Brooklyn's awful. That's fair. But. So I'm, no, I, I'm not going to go pull up to Flatbush. But. <laughs> Anytime soon, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyways, no, I love those guys. Flatbush Zombie, those, I've been listening to those guys since like 2013 when they first, like, thousands of views on YouTube. I was I was on that wave. So that Beast Coast album was crazy, man. Joey Badass has some wild verses. They have some great songs, like Underachievers. I fucking love the Underachievers. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard that full album oh, yet, yeah. but it's been one of my, it's definitely my favorite of 2013. I was listening to a couple yeah. of the songs... It's different style for sure. Like it's a. It is. They got the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. It's that real oh, East definitely, Coast. Definitely. You can hear it. Joey, I love yeah, Joey no, so though, I so I'm definitely that, gonna yeah. listen to the rest of the album. But Joey yeah, is just no, such say, a yeah, good rapper. He's. I love him. I try to listen. The new Tyler album was interesting. It was, was so crazy, weird. Man. I, it's, it's like, I mean, Cobb used the word level. weird, and like, honestly, I can think of anything that <laughs> describes it more. That was weird. Yeah. It's not a no, rap album, not. I'll tell you that. I, no, it's I not. I thought, no, I did, I enjoyed it, for sure. It was just such an odd album. Like, it was the last thing I was expecting. Oh, yeah. I really liked it, too, but it was definitely, like, he always kind of does that. Like, each of his albums, if you listen, like, Cherry Bomb is a very different sound from Goblin, which is a very different sound from this. So, I mean, like, he does always kind of switch it up. Like, this was, like, this was, like, Childish Gambino, like, yeah, kind of his yeah. last album, where it was a completely just different sound from what he had ever done. Like, I like I, him, though. Like, I, I, I don't know why I get hate for this, but I do not like Playboy Cardi at all. Really? Yeah, not but Playboy his Cardi verse on that, I, I just love him. listening to it's just so melodic. It's just yeah, no, so that nice. was hard. Th- that whole album, like, and it- it's huge. I think he has like some like eight songs in the top one hundred right now. But yeah, man. Tyler, also, I mean, he's he's hit like I mean he's always kind of been mainstream, but this really this was an up. experiment. Like this was like, like ASAP Rocky dropped testing, which was an experimental album, and it didn't, I don't think it really worked out. This was Tyler's experimental album, and I think it one hundred percent worked. And I think he just did it yeah. so well. Commercially, yeah, too. Yeah. People love that. Yeah, they really yeah. do. It's, I, I'd be shocked if it doesn't get nominated for Grammys. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. I agree. Any other albums that came out recently that you guys can think of? I mean, those were the big three that we wanted to talk about, obviously. I mean, really, I was thinking of, like, the best albums. It's been a year. dead year it's for been music dead. up to this point. Yeah. I'm really hoping the summer picks up. And it's going to June 7th, T. Grizzly, <laughs> the boy from the D, dropping scriptures. Oh, yeah, from Detroit. <laughs> Bro, I've been waiting for this album for so long. This isn't his debut album. I right? love T. Grizzly. He's my man. Is it like his first mainstream album? Um, you. I mean, he was on Quality Control, but obviously that wasn't his. Um, still My Moment was kind of mainstream, you could argue. But like, this is his first that like has a marketing campaign. Like, there's ads for it. Like, is getting hyped up. Will be on Spotify and yeah. Apple Music the mm-hmm. like second it comes out. Like. Really like I love the little yachty song. De- I know it's older, but that from the D today, from the D, that's what it's called, right? Dude, yeah, <laughs> it's such a good. Song. I love. T-Grizzly, I'm not. I can't say dude. I'm. I'm too knowledgeable about uh, T. Oh, if they're that, if they're snaps. in the city, and they rap, I know about them, dude. <laughs> I respect this guy. He's got the Detroit rap game on. Lock. I love, I love it. Big Sean's a cornball though. Yeah, that's 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 big the fun. one. I don't like big the <laughs> speaking of cornballs. The album that sucked this year was Logics. Oh, so bad. The corniest of cornballs. Like I, I liked I his. I like part of his one song with YBN Corday because I like Corday. Oh, he's on it. Yeah, he, he has a great verse. Yeah, yeah, I want to. Are they really? They're going on tour. It's him, JID, and Corday. And JID and Corday, I love. JID, yeah. But Logic yeah. is I so. I can't believe bad. those two are opening for Logic. That's that's criminal. Logic's man. song that just got dropped with Joyner and Lucas was actually good. Well, yeah, because Joyner Lucas literally can make eighty-year-old terrible Eminem songs be amazing. So Joyner, the man's talent is awesome. I've seen so much hate for Joyner, and they, they put him in that same. Yeah, like, that's on. That's corny, absurd. He literally he's, corny, he's, he's great. He's literally one of the great greatest lyricists alive right now, and I will fight that he's opinion. Corny. He's unbelievable. He's kind of corny. No, I don't think he's corny. I'll take the corny. He's, he's kind of corny. He's pretty corny. Not a chance. <laughs> Dude, that one song, the I'm not a racist or whatever, the corniest shit this side of the Mississippi. It was big Good. here. I right. mean, for obvious reasons. Uh, no, it's big. Everybody loves it. I know I'm definitely in the minority for people that don't fuck with it, but yeah. No, See, I that, love it. That's how it was good. I'll, I'll be opposing it. you guys on that. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Anything else? Oh, no, but that, his new songs, like Devil's Work, I thought was fantastic. Like how, how he did that, I just... It was definitely like risky, but I thought that was good. So his album, which they haven't announced a release date, but he's been dropping a lot of singles, so it's got to be soon. I'd imagine, yeah. So that 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 album is huge for his career because it can't flop. Like he can't let that. Like he's never had more hype. Not after all the features he's been yeah. getting and all the attention. This, the logic, the, him getting on the the Eminem's album. Which wasn't good, but still, it was the best song on the album. So, like, he's gotten so much look now, so he can't. Like, Machine Gun Kelly's album they dropped after the beat for them and then was awful. And that just ruined. That, that, he couldn't let that happen, so Joyner can't let that happen. So, that's that album I'm definitely hyped for. Scriptures, T Grizzly. 
It's going to be amazing. John, you, you hyped for any albums? He's hyped for Scriptures by Brown. T. Grizzly. <laughs> Danny Brown. Danny Brown's got one coming. The whole thing's produced by Q-Tip. That's going to oh, be insane. That's nice. Danny Brown is fantastic. So I, I don't think it has a date His yet, but... voice is so yeah, annoying. No, I, got, but I, I still... also I get the slander on... Yeah. I can get the slander on him. Like He's definitely different, but like... Uh, that's my dude, so I'm excited. That album's gonna be the crazy. other. The one other album that I'm looking forward to is Revenge of the Dreamers, which is Dreamville. Revenge of the Dreamers three, which is Dreamville's record record label album, which is J Cole, oh, yeah. JID, Cause, Boss, and they, they. I've heard some snippets, and it it sounds amazing. J, JID is one of the most talented rappers right now. I'll, uh, if anybody else has anything else, I'll end it on the saddest storyline of uh, the MLB. Um, the Detroit Tigers had, uh, have had. Of a Bill yeah. Buckner, man. I was so, all oh, up, no, man. no, no, no. <laughs> dude, Bill Buckner is literally was an angel walking on earth. How you can get destroyed for like 30 years of your life every time you go out in public and just nut know, up man. and just be a, like still like such a he was the man sweet guy like, yeah red Sox red Sox fans oh, yeah. really I, I feel pissed me guy. off but i think it was 2008 opening day when buckman threw out the first oh, that, pitch yeah, well, that's yeah, one of the great like that's an amazing thing like, just a standing yeah. ovation he balled like a baby man yeah he loved that as much as the fans that was cool i i feel i feel for the guy I'm not going to get into all that because that actually just pisses me off how bad they've treated him. But, like, I feel for the guy. I, I definitely uh, i am glad everything got somewhat resolved uh, when it did. So that is sad. But you can go to your actual sad news. The, the, the oh, well, now tires, it's not sad. <laughs> uh, I can transition to that. No, so basically the Tigers suck. Nice. And nobody knows outside of, like, weirdo nerds like me who's actually on the field because they're all nobodies so nobody goes to the games so the tigers uh have just announced i'm reading it right now from jason beck who's like the biggest beat writer for detroit for the tigers uh has announced that the detroit tigers will be starting a sale where you can buy an upper deck ticket for every single game in the month of Ju- in the month of June for nine dollars, or you can buy a lower level ticket for every game in the month of June for fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars! Wow, that's man. amazing, dude. Like that's basically you're not paying anything to go to the ball game. Your team must really <laughs> suck, man. Oh my god. Well, Ronnie Rodriguez <laughs> is at shortstop. Brandon Dixon is at second, and Miguel Cabrera just got hurt again. That's, so yeah, it's really, that, that, really bad. Sad. It's not just the Tigers though. That's been a problem. Like, I, the Rays are great this year. They just, I think, a couple okay, days ago they had, like five grand. I'll I'll hit you with a hot take right now. Stadium. Florida should not have a sports team. Any. Or a baseball team, a baseball. These team. are facts. Well, this, These Miami. Are facts. The Marlins. The Marlins should not be in Florida, and the Rays should not be in Florida. They well, literally. They not. It's, it's both of their locations. Not as much Miami, 
Tampa Bay Stadium is literally in God's waiting room. That is literally where old people from the north come down to retire and die. <laughs> like, there is zero fan. No one no is one's a gonna native go to Tampa Pete's. Bay, yeah. like, Tampa Bay Ian. I don't Dude, know. Like, I went to a Marlins game and I parked on someone's lawn. Yeah. Like, like, like there are tons of people ridiculous. in the area that they, they let you park on. Like, that. that's how... You can play in a parking garage, but or you can pay like ten dollars to park on someone's lawn. It's a great deal. The Tampa Bay Rays should move to Montreal. The Marlins, bring them up. The Marlins should be eradicated. Portland, or just relegated. Yeah, that works too. Uh, here, the Marlins can be the Triple A team for <laughs> the Montreal Expos. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. This is all. They basically we gotta go they around, keep man. all their players too and still be a minor league team. It's really best case scenario. Uh, there's, a, I don't know. Baseball obviously has a big problem, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll save that for another another week. <laughs> great, trying to fix baseball. Yeah, we'll fire uh, that attendance up. Problem. Um, any we'll closing think. words? Any prophecies? Any anything? Uh, the Sox win today and tomorrow. The David Price gets shelled by Gary Sanchez. <laughs> David David Price Gary Sanchez, six and two like thirds, person in your line. one run, three hits, zero wow. walks. If you get that line a hundred percent, that would be the greatest prediction. That would be unbelievable. Yeah, what about unrecorded? <laughs> Do you even remember it, or have you already forgotten? <laughs> I already forgot. I'm gonna go back and look <laughs> at it. Still gonna take credit six for and two thirds or whatever I said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go Sox. All right. This has been the first episode of the Don't At Me podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The handle is what? At Don't At Me, right? Some, something like at, that. At The Don't At Me podcast. The Don't At Me, I think that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, yep. Also, be sure to check out Diamond Digest. That's obviously we're writers for them, heavily affiliated with them. So be sure to check them out, and you can see more of us, honestly. Um, <laughs> we got interviews on there like AJ, yeah, Burnett, AJ Burnett, we got baseball man. doctors. There's some there's some good shit on Diamond Diamond. Key to the season yeah, too, so back. obviously it's never been more uh, more prevalent. I guess is the word I'll use. Damn right. Uh, Damn right. John doesn't even know what that means. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scott Bentley.